Welcome to the Community Pioneers podcast with me, Chris Smith. I'm joined in the pod this week by photographer, community activist, Charlie Sherry. Charlie, welcome. Uh, thank you, Chris, and uh, uh, thanks for having me. Charlie, I'd like to start right at the very beginning because we can all see the work that you've done on the Inclusive Images website, inclusiveimages.org. But I wanted to take you back. How did you start in this journey towards being a photographer? Well, Chris, uh, it goes back quite a bit. Uh, 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 previous to being a, uh, working as a photographer and then uh, as a, a photo voice facilitator with Inclusive Images, uh, uh, in a past life, I was a welfare rights officer, uh, and I worked in uh, mostly down south in the, the last place, Oxford. And uh, uh, when I came back to Scotland, I found it impossible to get employment. Uh, and, and at the time, believe it or not, I went to the voluntary uh, the, the CVS and, and Clybank, my hometown, uh, who deal with volunteers, and they couldn't find a place either, which is uh, strange. I was just uh, at the time I, I, I was working. Uh, so I was just jumping on buses and heading out to like Aberfeld, uh, uh, Oban and things. And I had a wee Blackberry phone and I was uh, posting photographs on Facebook. And uh, a friend of mine, Conrad Gross, who I've, uh, who I've known since primary school and has always been into photography, uh, knew that I wasn't working and, and said, the photograph, the, your photography is great, says uh, you've got a good eye. Have you ever thought of going to study photography? And coming from a, my background, uh, which is a working class clay bank, and uh, of the, at the time, uh, the late seventies, early eighties, if I'd have said to my peer group, my friends, and that, uh, uh, that I want to be a, a photographer, I would be like kind of tantamount to standing up in the middle of a table with a ballerina outfit on and uh, proclaiming to the world that I wanted to be a ballerina. That let's say attitudes in working class areas towards. Uh, 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 any artistic expression at all, uh, poo-pooed, you know, looked looked upon as uh, non-natural service. Uh, hopefully, attitudes have changed since then, and uh, you know, I mean, that, to, to me, that it's a systematic thing. You know, there's no coincidence that, that in, a, in an area where they want people to work in heavy industry, that they they they, 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 they steer them very clear away from any creative industries or anything that creates freedom or thought about. From Conrad, uh, I, I thought, well, that's a good idea. And I stuck a few photographs on a USB uh, stick and uh, I just walked off the street into the local college and uh, into the photography department, uh, West College, Scotland and Clybank. And I went to see a fellow, Bob McGowan, and he asked me uh, uh, why I wanted to be a photographer. And uh, I told him as I've always been a community activist, uh, obviously working in welfare rights. I've seen the worst of society, uh, uh, the worst elements of how people can be treated in this society. And, and I've always appreciated the photography as a tool uh, uh, to instigate social change, if you think of the great forties. One that really, really inspired me, and this is what I was telling, I told Bob when he asked me this question, I said, I've always believed that photography, uh, it's a, uh, photographs are a great tool for social change, and the prime example being the the one by Nick Hutt, which is uh, the 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 girl running away, from the naked girl, the Vietnamese girl running away from the napalm. Uh, the, the Americans have just dropped the napalm bomb in the village, 
and she's running by arm troops and all that, and there's the, the, the juxtaposition of the arm troops and the, uh, uh, an innocent child, you know, and uh, 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 woke the world up to the reality of what was actually happening in Vietnam. And, uh, and uh, I started talking about this time, and he put his hand up, and he said, stop a minute, Charlie. He says, uh, he says most people come into this college, he says, and then, they tell me they want to be a wedding photographer. You tell me you want to, you you want to change the world with your photography. He says you're on the course. So I done the 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 a year course of photography in Claybank College, and at the same time I was campaigning. I was one of the organisers uh, initially for Western Berkshire, and then we split to the uh, Yes Claybank uh, for the, the the Scottish independence referendum. And uh, I was in a shop one day and. Uh, the person who uh, was later to become my wife came in looking for volunteers for a magazine, which you've interviewed her for, uh, Amanda, uh, and uh, she was looking for uh, photographers and writers, and I happened to be a combination of both. So uh, from, from that, uh, I volunteered with a Clyde Cider, and uh, uh, Amanda at the time was working part-time as a policy officer uh, with Shelter. And uh, there was a company came in uh, called Open Eye, uh, run by a, a, a lovely woman called Becky Duncan, uh, who were doing what I do now, uh, uh, participatory photography. She was doing a participatory photography project for Shelter, working with uh, uh, single parents who were staying in slum tenancies. And trying to, uh, the, the idea that Shelter had in mind was to bond these people together to create a, a private tenancy association to give them a wee bit of power, you know? And uh, when Amanda started telling me how they were using photography to get these people to open up, uh, you know, people that would not normally be involved in any uh, conventional consultations or reports of that, but through uh, giving them a wee bit of photography today and giving them cameras to use and recording their lives through photography, they got them to open up and share experiences and, and, and bond together. Uh, it was like all the light bulbs clicking on my head at the same time. I thought, my God, that is just... That is just powerful. I got it right away because of the fact that I know how powerful the image can be. You know, I mean, there's the old cliche, a, a, a picture says a thousand words. It says far more than that because also within the spaces between the words, it creates an emotion that can't be expressed in words as well. Uh, I don't, you, you understand that? You see what yeah, but I guess the challenge, I think, for, for some people listening to this will be you're, you're a photographer with a very keen eye for composition and all of the technical things. How do you start to work with folk who are, have got some sort of expression of of um, their story within them? How do you start? What's the, the the mechanism that you use? Is it you showing images? What what kind of techniques do you use? Well, we talk about uh, you know the, the lives and photography that area. You know, we look at I do a wee bit of show them videos of how powerful images have been used throughout history, you know, and then uh, photographs of communities, uh, uh, the old photographs of the Globals, Glasgow, and disappearing things, and that creates discussion. The thing about, you know, that uh, I should stress that, uh, that, that what I do, I don't teach technical photography. I do teach about composition, which is great, you know, because uh, it, helps, it helps them improve their, their, their photography. But uh, I used photo voice technique, which uh, was developed in uh, uh, the, the part that I went tra training in London uh, 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 to do photo voice uh, uh, training. 
and then it, it uses photography, it gets people in exercises to get people to open up using photography. And the first thing you stress is there is no wrong, and 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 there's no wrong image. You know, there's no no. I don't want I don't want technical images where you have to go and stress about it. you have to create this image. It has to be perfect, and that everything's relevant. If it's relevant to you and you've got a story to tell about it, that is exactly what we're looking for. So uh, uh, from that, to say uh, that makes them feel more comfortable about. Uh, once we start doing a review or a critique of their, their photographs, you know, this is a discussion around the issues, people start to open up more and they feel more relaxed about it. Once they get it, and they usually get it within the, the, the first week, the first two weeks. When you're interacting with people like this, is there a, a hurdle that you've got to, to jump with them, which is some part of it is, I guess, that inhibition that we all have about, showing something to 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 a third party to somebody outside our own head yeah there is chris uh but uh strangely because i come from a, a very similar background and uh, you know about uh, a lot of hurdles to climb in life uh, to, to come over in life and born with a disability i was born without a left hand and partial sight in my, my, my eyes and stuff uh, my left eye and paralyzed on the left side of my face uh, and also I've had struggles with uh, alcohol at times in my life as well and I, uh, with the groups I work with a lot of them I, I can identify with their struggle making a, 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 a if appropriate I'll share part of that story with them and that helps at ease it's not somebody coming in you know that, that uh, from out with the community that's got no idea of the, the struggle that they've been going through uh, I've been through similar struggles myself different Different journey, but common denominators within it, and it, that makes it feel easy. The technical side of the the, the, the cameras, I, I hand out wee point and shoot cameras, and it takes two seconds. That everybody knows how to press a button on a camera. You know what I mean? So uh, the, 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 it's it's not rocket science, you know. Uh, and the ones that you tend to find that the ones that feel uh, uh, at least at least at ease that within the group, they'll start showing them. And that, that's the whole idea of it, to make them feel comfortable with each other, you know, and learn off each other. You know, it's not about me standing there trying this is how you do it, and there's no other way. That, that, it doesn't happen like that, you know. And, uh, normally, we, we get there. There's, it, it wasn't like, I never knew it was going to happen, but, I mean, I've done over 40 projects now, you know, online and face-to-face. Uh, uh, -face. And uh, there's a wee kind of magic happens with, within the, the, the workshops that I never realised was going to happen. It's just that bonding thing, you know. And uh, when we're finished uh, the, the projects, uh, that isn't ended. There's follow-on. I support people to get into college if they wish to get into college and, uh, and help them build portfolios and things. That's part of our social commitment as a, uh, as a social enterprise. But uh, also friends, you know, most of them I end up friends with Facebook going when if they stay locally enough, I, I meet them and and things, you know, and, and there's follow-up support with a big form photography groups. So I'm going to pop in from time to time and have a wee yard with them. Not tell them what to do because they know what they're doing, you know what I mean? But have a wee yard with them and see how it's going, and, you know, and exchange stories. And it's just it's just a nice thing. It's not rocket science, Chris. It's not, it's not a lecture on photography. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, it's, in fact, it's probably the opposite of that. You know, your, your photographer friend would 
Uh, he was telling you earlier on that the, the, the helmet would probably poo-poo what I do. You know what I mean? Going, nah, that's no photography. But it, it's not about that. It's not about that. Uh, it seems to me, having reviewed some of the the projects which are on your uh, your website, that f- folk might think coming to this as a topic that it would be um, kind of lots of ph- photos of misery and, and deprivation, or whatever. And actually, the re- it's almost the opposite. There's some fantastically beautiful considered images from. The most um, surreal of surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it amazes me that the very first uh, uh, photo, no, actually, the second, the first project we done was with a community group in Bond Hill, and uh, the the photographs that came in, you know, Bond Hill is a, a, a deprived area, a, in a deprived area in Dumbarton, in West Dumbartonshire, and the, the images that started coming in, uh, 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 I was just blown away with, you know, just. Uh, the natural composition, people naturally compose as well, you know. I know a teacher as well, you know. But uh, uh, but this, the, the 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 thought behind it, the thought process behind it, and then explaining it, you know. Uh, normally, when you go and see photographs in a, a gallery or whatever, you have to think about it yourself. But you've actually got a photographer there who's had the lived life experience and he's uh, uh, translating that. He or she is translating that through uh, their photography. And uh, as you say, surreal and uh, abstract, whatever. As I said before, there is no right or wrong as long as you can come in and tell the story behind it. Uh, it's perfect. I don't know if you know the format of the projects, uh, Chris, but uh, normally it's an eight-week project. Uh, each week we have a, we have a discussion uh, uh, depending on what what uh, group we're working with. The, the community group is based around the community and community responsibility. And, and uh, how to feel, uh, what their aspirations are for the community. Uh, with the substance issue groups, uh, we have a programme called uh, Reclaiming Identity, which is uh, taken away from, uh, hello, my name's Joanna, I'm an alcoholic, to, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I'm a recovered alcoholic, but there's much, much more to my life than that, you know, and, and, and uh, that's what it's about, reclaiming identity, and you look at identity and, and the, uh, uh, the role in community as well, you know, and they go through all that and interpret it through photography. And at the end of the eight weeks, we have a, uh, if, it's, if it's face-to-face, we have a physical exhibition, professional prints are created, and uh, we have an award ceremony, a basic uh, 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 photography certificate is presented. It's like a graduation. And, uh, uh, you know, and it's a best with our families and, Local uh, representatives in the, commu- in the local community uh, get involved in funders if it's an organisation that requires funding and all that. So it's, it's it's a great thing and it builds confidence. It's got therapeutic qualities. It gets people out of socialisation. It gets people to bond. You know, creating friendships for life. You know, uh, so it's it's just a pleasure to be involved in. It. I find all the groups I work with uh, inspiring. You know, and how has it worked? over the period of the pandemic when social gatherings have been somewhat limited. How has that worked? Well, when the, when the pandemic hit, or the, the, the restriction lockdown restrictions hit, that, uh, I was left with, I had projects to do, but they were all face-to-face. Uh, so initially, uh, obviously, I couldn't do that because I, uh, 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 there was limited amount you could do uh, face-to-face, but the people I work with, for the most part, uh, are were vulnerable as well, you know, the, for the most part, the underlying issues and that. Uh, so uh, initially I furloughed myself for uh, the first uh, couple of months 
until they developed a, a, a way of delivering uh, online projects using Zoom emails. In one case, we did, we 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 done a, a project where participants were on Zoom, they were on FaceTime, <laughs> on Facebook, they were on uh, uh, WhatsApp, and some were just uh, communicating through the telephone, and the others were communicating through and emailing me the, the photographs, you know, and then I would display them. And they, uh, so so by by uh, by by to, obviously we're called inclusive images, so we try to make sure everybody was included, you know. And uh, but from that, uh, I think uh, I've done twelve projects over the the lockdown online, uh, which is uh, organisations come back to me as well, you know. So it's a repeat, repeat uh, uh, thing is, yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been a, a sharp learning curve, shall we say, Chris? You know, uh, you know, but I think that was for everybody. I think everybody had to uh, uh, adapt very, very quickly to the the demands of the the, the the restrictions. Looking back over the projects that you've done so far, are there any ones that you kind of highlight and say that you personally, Charlie, learnt? A lot from. I know you learn. Obviously, learn your skills develop, and, and your 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 inspiration must grow with every group that you work with. But were there any that were particularly breakthrough for you? Uh, well, it was a, again a sharp learning curve with working with groups where uh, 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 it's not learning difficulties. Uh, uh, yeah, well. well for the one in the more uh, technical term, sorry, it's, uh, uh, groups with learning difficulties because there you have to uh, be a lot more patient because you're you're uh, you're, you're people that have limited understanding of what you're saying and you have limited understanding of what they're saying as well. Yeah, the speech impediments and so on. But yeah, from from that, you know, it's taught me to be more patient. I would say. Uh, my very very first project was uh, in Boyne Hall, as I mentioned earlier on, and that was what went that group. That, uh, who had decided enough was enough for them. They, they needed to try and get some positive change to, to Boyne Hill. The place was just a mess, burnt out flats, everything. And they decided to start a community garden. And uh, I've just watched it and actually over the period of the, 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 the project, they formed committees and they, they applied for funding, which we helped and all that. But it was a learning curve for me because I'd never seen so. Uh, Community action and work the the the, the, the way I've done it, it, it to make it possible. Yeah, it's it's quite hard to single them out, right? Because as you rightly pointed out, from each one, you 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 learn. You know, what I mean, and uh, I, I never stop being inspired by any of them. You know, well, it's what the turning point or the uh, Scottish families affected by drugs and alcohol. I've worked with kids there uh, uh, whose parents uh, were uh, substance alliance. Uh, so I mean, the, the whole process is a little. I, I learned as much, if not more, from the groups than they learned. They learned from me, you know. So, uh, but uh, specifically, you know, that's probably. Uh, I don't like to say I've learned more from that one and less from that one, you know, because they're all equal and they're different, different, uh, out, different outcomes, different uh, uh, groups you're working with. But uh, yeah. Uh, every day is a school day when you, you walk into the, the, the thing where the demands you start off with an idea and they'll turn it around because it's kind of it's kind of a democratic process as well you know uh, if the group uh, decide that they would they want to discuss something else and there's always there's always within a, a, within a, a remit 
and take photographs of something else or go and visit somewhere else, that, that's fine, you know. So what lessons have you learned that you would pass on to, say, someone listening to this who said, well, I'm... I'll, I would love I love to be a creative person. I'd love to work in this kind of thing, but you know, there's no there's no um, way that I could do it. Say, working in ceramics or pottery or or or, or some creative field. What would you What would you be saying to them? I mean, it's almost like what you'd be saying to your your younger self, almost from where you are right now. Well, I would be worried if people, uh, you know, like, uh, 10, 15 years ago, even, you know, uh, uh, somebody said to me, you know, you could go and do what you're doing just now. I'd go, you're mad. You're absolutely mad. You know, uh, uh, but my advice to, to anybody is, is, is it's three words. Go for it. You know, uh, don't, don't let any others put you down. You know, uh, uh, there's... Uh, you're only here once. You're only in this life once. If you follow your passion, you know, uh, you know there, there will be help out there. You know, once you start, uh, there's uh, uh, once you look into look at look into it. There's organisations and government organisations will support you depending on what you want to do. If it's college, go and talk to the college and see what's possible. See what you have to do. You go on a ceramic course or on a photography course or whatever. They're very, very helpful. That they're keen to have you in the college, or and then there's there's training. Uh, so yeah, all I can say is uh, look and in, look into it, find out what the possibilities are, see what suits you, and go for it. You know. And what has photography come to mean to you now? Well, it's it's really uh, uh, as it's always meant. You know, it's photography. Uh, at its best uh, for me is, is uh, can create change, positive change, can, can help to create positive change. And uh, I, 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 I've always felt that anyway, you know, and uh, like, like a lot of the creative arts can as well, you know, they're, they're making a statement, you know. Uh, it's just my passion. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's combined all my passions, you know, with what I do, you know, so... Uh, I, I still love lifting the camera and when I'm out with Amanda uh, taking lovely photographs out of Scotland is, I mean it's quite hard not to take if you're out and about in the Scottish countryside it's quite hard not to take a good photograph you know we're, we're blessed with uh, uh, stunning scenery you know uh, but uh, just my life really you know uh, Charlie over the, over the period is coming to an end now I mean it'd be useful for people they're going to visit the website they're going to have a look at all the projects but just give us a, a bit of a, a pencil picture of the range of projects you've worked with. Well, it's, it's the, the projects I work with are, 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 are uh, tailored to the groups I work with. And I work with groups ranging from community groups uh, uh, to mental health groups to Turning Point Scotland uh, and the Scottish families affected with, with, with alcohol. Uh, at the moment, I'm... I'm, I'm I just finished well a month ago uh, uh, a project with Neighbourhood Networks. I've, I've just received funding for uh, a larger project called Picturing Our Past, uh, which is uh, working with the living groups uh, or, or community-based groups over the next uh, uh, three years. 
mostly focusing on disabled groups. The larger project, because I'm disabled myself and it's a disabled-led organisation, Inclusive Images is a disabled-led organisation, uh, through my life experience, I've understood that, that uh, there's always been barriers, uh, whether it be coming from a poor working-class background, uh, whether it's social barriers, economic barriers, uh, uh, the, 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 to be involved in the, the creative arts and heritage and uh, uh, historical things around. And so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be working with groups, uh, looking at their own family uh, history, because that's important. Uh, also uh, uh, looking at their community and the history of their community and then tying that in with the uh, national history. Uh, to, to, to see what the role, how it's all connected, to give people a sense of uh, understanding of who they are, build confidence in themselves, and uh, also uh, focusing on why uh, we have a steering group focusing on why uh, disabled people feel excluded, particularly from poorer backgrounds, feel excluded from uh, heritage events, uh, 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 organisations, and venues and things. Uh, historically, they feel excluded. So, and, and trying to address that. Now, I'm going to ask you the 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 sixty four thousand dollar question, which is, what's your top tip as a photographer for all of us who we're all wandering around with you know megapixel cameras on our phones or whatever? What's the one top tip? Well, take your time. You could teach all the, the, the technical photography in the world. And, and a camera, there's only so many moving parts. On a phone, there's even less. But uh, uh, the best thing is to take your time, think about the composition, the composition being what your final image is going to look like, what you want in it. You know, So just take your time with the, the, the photograph if it's possible. And uh, change your angle when you're taking it as well. Take it for a few angles as well, you know, and have a wee look at uh, see, there'll be one jumps out at you, and you go, "I, I like that one." And, I th- and, and the, uh, most times, for the most times, the one that you prefer is probably the one that most people will prefer as well. Uh, so it's just uh, about, about patience. Patience. With it. Too many people will, will drive to a beauty spot, get out of the car, take a photo, jump back into the thing before you even take a photo. Take a couple of minutes to get a feel of the environment you're in, feel the. This, this sounds a wee bit hippie, but I'm, I'm, I'm get hippie with it, so that's fine. Feel, feel, feel the breeze, feel the weather, feel, feel the environment, feel, feel what you're surrounded with, and then interpret what you're seeing. You know, because uh, sight is only one sense. You've got a whole lot more senses going on there, you know what I mean? And uh, the energy you create should be a combination of all them. That's a terrific point at which to end. Thanks again for your time, Charlie. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Okay, right. Pleasure talking to you, Chris. Uh, all the best. And if you want to check out some of those amazing images, inclusiveimages.org. And if you have been, thanks for listening.